Dear Bad Moon Rising, all aboard the Season 2 Express! Choo-choo! Thank you for being the beginning of my favorite string of episodes. Sincerely, Bridget. Interesting. (laughs) Dear Bad Moon Rising, not my favorite of Season 2, but I love that the story is progressing. Matt and Caroline break up. We get a werewolf. Mm -hmm. We learn about Katarina Petrova. And most importantly, we have the joy of Stefan's brooding little face being called out on. Sincerely, Nikki. (laughs) Welcome back to Dear Vampire Diaries, where today we have the distinct pleasure of escorting you through this episode of The Vampire Diaries, Season 2, Episode 3, Bad Moon Rising. I am your host, Nikki. And I'm your other host, Bridget, and we won't be delving into future episodes today, but we will be discussing this episode, Bad Moon Rising, in detail. You've been warned. Speaking of warnings, we have a content note. The Vampire Diaries contains heavy themes. Please check the episode description for trigger warnings and timestamps. Okay, Nikki, so... I've started to realize that there's the Netflix description of the episode. Sure. And then there's the TV guide description of the episode. And Netflix has been cleaning up the, it's like very similar what Netflix, they're like borrowing it from the TV guide. Mm -hmm. But can I just read to you what the fucking TV guide says about this episode? Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Elena, Damon, and Alaric go to Duke University to find Isabel's research into the paranormal and look for clues to the mystery surrounding the Lockwood family. Stefan faces a new danger in the woods. Tyler makes a shocking discovery about Mason. (laughs) I mean, all right. It's more complete, but also everyone has to drink because there was a shocking discovery. (laughs) And I love that they're looking for clues. Ah, It's great. Like Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Blue's Clues. Does that make Mason Scooby-Doo? Because he's a dog. Do you get it? Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a talking dog. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Except instead of being like, Ruby, Ruby, Roo, he's like, hey, what's up, man? You want to catch a wave? You know, because he's like a surfer stoner dude. So so maybe he's more like Shaggy. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. He's Shaggy in Scooby-Doo's body. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Nikki, I have prepared something today. You know how our characters are always, like, in danger and stuff like that? Yeah. I figured we'd do a little bit of vampire jeopardy, since they're always in jeopardy. Oh, goodness. Are there points involved? There are, but they are superfluous, since you will be the only player. (laughs) Oh, good. That means that I win. Yes, that means you automatically win. (laughs) That makes my Aries heart very happy. (laughs) I thought it might. Um, But just for the sake of this, we've got uh, who's who... Uh, for 200, 400, 600, and 800. And because there's not a whole lot of the intro, there's just that one category. <laughs> but I also have one plot points for uh, 200. So you have two categories. <laughs> Go. What do you want to start with? Uh, I'll take who's who for 400, Bridget. She's a dead ringer for her boyfriend's ex-girlfriend. Who is Elena Gilbert? Ding, 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 ding. <gasps> Alright, um, I will take, uh, hmm, let me see, Alex, uh, oh, R.I.P. <laughs> I will take Who's Who for 200. He's a vampire who's lived in secret for over a century. Who is, oh wait, should I, like, buzz in? Bzz, bzz. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Stefan Salvatore? <laughs> Correct. Wait, can I also say... I don't know if, like, I mean, has he really, has Stefan really been, okay, whatever, we're past that. Yeah, point. we're past, okay. we're past Go it. on. You got it. You got it correct. Oh, it's just me. I'm the only contestant. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 
I will take the other category I don't remember the name of Plot for 200. points for 200. Damon snaps Jeremy's neck after Elena says this. What is Damon don't? Incorrect. It's Stefan. It's always going to be Stefan. Oh, true. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I see what you're saying. I thought it was like the line like right before. Yeah. She like yells yeah, no, like, Damon, fair. no. Or Damon, don't. Or whatever. It's fine. Okay, but you okay, hit the daily double. <laughs> also, I don't know if you've ever noticed, it's always driven me nuts yeah. on Jeopardy that Alex Trebek always said, answer, whenever it was the daily double. <laughs> And only when it was the Daily Double? It's inconsistent, Alex. I mean, in a weird way. It's okay. All right. Go on. Why did Caroline turn into a vampire? What is Catherine wanted to send a message? Do, 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 do. Yes! Precisely. Ooh. Very good. All right. So what you have remaining is who's who for 600 and 800. I will take who's who for 600, Bridget. The Black Sheep returns. Who is Mason Lockwood? Correct. God, I love you. <laughs> Who's who for 800? I'm sorry, you have to say that. Uh, Okay, I'll finish the board. Who's who for 800? Damon Salvatore thinks this family has a supernatural secret. What is the Lockwood family? Correct! Our one and only contestant is our champion. (laughs) Nikki is actually waving her hands in the air. She is so happy to have won this fake jeopardy even when it i'm the only contestant yeah so that pretty much catches us up on vampire jeopardy previously on oh goodness well let's start off with some uh rather annoying exposition but it's necessary to get the episode rolling yeah we're at the salvatore house with uh our scooby gang i do kind of want to like maybe it can be a bonus episode someday just like match the characters to the Scooby-Doo game. Oh, I was already working on it in my head. I know. So Elena is definitely Daphne. Wouldn't Caroline be a Daphne? Um, I think Alaric is Velma. Oh, okay. All right. We got to pick who we're picking for the Scooby gang. We have too many people. Yeah, we have way too many people. In this scene, I think uh, Stefan is probably like Brad and... Uh, is his name Brad? Damon B. What's his name? Fred. Fred! I was like, I don't think it's Brad. <laughs> Genuinely, he looks like he, a Brad, doesn't he? He does look like a Brad, but he is a, he's Freddy. <laughs> this reminds me of the uh, Brandon the Vampire Brandon uh, mistake Noah, of season Brandon one. Noah, whatever it was. <laughs> yes, yes. R.I.P. Kind of. So essentially, these uh, the trio is asking Alaric, like, hey, do you have access to Isabel's research? We kind of have some questions. Uh, about like mystic falls and he's like well vampires exist you know that and they're like no we're thinking like along the lockwood lines yeah he's like well you know they were the lycanthrope immediately elena in a moment that i don't think many people would know what this means she just has like convenient knowledge and she's like werewolves oh is it not common knowledge did i just grow up weird yes <laughs> definitely oh, okay. Oh, I just grew up with a unhealthy obsession with vampires. Yeah, with the Got supernatural it. worlds, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Underworld. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. <laughs> and uh, Damon is like, no, 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 no. Werewolves, they don't exist. If they did, I would know. Can I just say, he's being a real Hermione Granger book seven in this moment. <laughs> like, so many things exist in your world that 
people don't think are real. And then another, like, believable but you think is not real thing is there. And you're like, absolutely not. Can't be there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. Yes. And we get answers to this uh, a little while later when we meet one Vanessa Morgan. But Mm. we haven't met her yet. So instead, Damon is just, like, talking about, like... Lon Chaney and Bella Lugosi and I had to look that up. I knew who Bella Lugosi was mm. because he played he played uh Dracula very yes. famously. Do we tell the listeners about the time when you were saying with me that you looked at my computer and I had tabs open and one of them was also Lon yes. Chaney? <laughs> yeah, Nikki literally had like notes on Bad Moon Rising and then a Google tab that was like, Who is Lon Chaney? And I was like, My computer looks the exact same right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> for the folks at home, Lon Chaney is, uh, he's famous for playing the Wolfman. Um, and Damon uh, mentions Lon Chaney as being like, you know, he's like, that's bad news for me, Bella Lugosi, because mm-hmm. Bella Lugosi is Dracula. All right. Yes. <laughs> Cutting along them talking about going to Duke, we see Tyler following Mason. Um, and he's so bad at sneaking. Yeah, he's not good at uh, figuring out clues and stuff. Subtlety, (laughs) anything requiring intelligence uh, or nuance. Um, He does see some uh, claw marks in the dungeon and he like runs his hand along the claw marks in case it's not clear what they are. Yeah. He's really, he's searching for clues. Yeah, he's, he's, is he trying to get on the Scooby gang? To be determined. Yeah, he's, he's, he's trying to audition. Uh, mm. He's not doing a very good job. He's Scrappy-Doo. He's Scrappy-Doo! <laughs> also a dog! Just saying. I can't tell you how happy that makes me that you just said that. Nobody wants him there. <laughs> I can't believe I thought that Fred was named Brad. <laughs> I really can't. Anyway, uh, so uh, when they're asking Alaric about his access to Isabel's research, he also says her research was her research was based in folklore and legend. And in that moment, I realized that if in my interview uh, with an Ivy League college, if I hadn't said I was interested in the occult at the end and ruined the entire interview, I could have just said, I'm interested in folklore and legends. Yeah. That's what you do to make it college okay to be into the occult. So those of you out there who are still applying for colleges, just remember that. All right. Passing on some wisdom from the Vampire Diaries. So we switch over to Caroline's house. Oh my god, Um, this makes me so sad. Yeah, it's daytime, and Matt's knocking, and Caroline can't get to the door because there's sunlight, and it sucks, and she tries. It's so sad because she worked for so hard to get this relationship to be a thing. She did. And now that she has it- It's just not- And he wants in, and he's told her he loves her- she literally can't meet him in the daylight. I know. Oh, but her eye makeup is perfect, though. She's, she's perfect. <laughs> she is. But I just imagine, like, I think this is the heaviest eyeliner and, like, black eyeshadow I've ever seen on Caroline's eyes. Because she's a vampire. Well, and also because she's trapped at home and the only thing she can do is, like, redo her makeup and redo her makeup <laughs> and redo her makeup. And so she's just, like, circling, like, around her eyes at this point. Like, and it's getting darker and darker and darker. As you do. So that's sad. But we go to Elena's room where uh, Stefan asks how she feels about going on this little road trip with Damon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is an, an interesting moment. She does say that 
Uh, Rick yeah. will be a buffer, which will be good. Anti-Damon solidarity. Yeah. They <laughs> seem to be communicating a little bit better. Like, Elena calls about it. She's like, I know you don't like this. Like, I know that this is not great. But, like, I'm... And he's like, yeah. no, but, like, I'm not going to let, like, my feelings get in the way of, like, you discovering what you need to learn. Progress. Exactly. Which is, like, I'm like, Mwah. oh, my gosh. I might be coming. I Say might. It. And I, I have... Say it. I have... Say it. I have thought this privately. Vampire. No. Um, <laughs> Say it out loud. I may be becoming a Stelena fan. In the Can middle you of- imagine? Like, this rewatch, like, I expected me to get become more of, like, a Delena fan. But, like, in this rewatch, you become a Stelena fan. Oh, my God. Can you just imagine that world? I'm, I'm living it right now. I mean, right now, Damon is a little shit. More than a little, she's like a massive shit. And then <laughs> Stefan is like learning stuff, and he's so good with Caroline in this episode. I mean, we have oh. such good Stefan in this episode. Stefan, so, Stefan's doing well in this episode. He really is. He's doing well in in my heart. Doing a good job in my in my little shipping heart. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of ships. <laughs> We go downstairs and we see uh, Alaric is talking to Jenna and he's like, hey, I'm sorry, I haven't had a lot of, like, time. Yeah, he's like, it's been a while. I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of forgot you two were together. Right. When's the last time we saw you together? And he's like, I'm going to be going to do this thing and, like, cleaning up Isabel's stuff. But, like, maybe. And she goes, uh-uh, don't do that. Don't do the yeah. sort of pseudo-apology, hope for the future thing. And I love this because it's showing growth on Jenna's part. Yes. Because we saw her with Logan and we saw her get like strung along again after we know that that was like very much their on again, off again thing. And so to see her kind of like say this with Alaric and to just be like, you know, she just accepts that he's got to do what he's got to do. And she's like, well, you know, essentially she's saying, we'll see what you do. Right. And I I like, like, I had a note of Jenna continues to be cool because she does like she, like you said, she does her like, you need, you do what you need to do. But she's also, she kind of compartmentalizes, like, her relationship with Rick and Elena's relationship with Rick, where she's like, I really appreciate you doing this because it's important for Elena. I don't know. I just, I just, she just continues to be the best. Like, I just love Jenna so much. Love her so much. And she's barely in this episode. But I love that she, like, calls up and she's like, Elena, are you coming? (laughs) And then she, like... You know, and, and then as Stefan and Rick and Elena are walking out the door, Stefan, I don't know if you noticed this, he gives, like, Jenna a little, like, affectionate, um, like, touch on the shoulder or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, he's saying goodbye to her that way. And, like, you just know that that's, like, a little Paul Wesley add-in. Yeah. Love that. And I just love that, that, like, also, Stefan has a point of view on Jenna. Can we just think about Jenna's perspective right now? Where yeah. she's, like, she still thinks that Elena cheated on Stefan with Damon. <laughs> And then she's going on this road trip. Yeah, you're right. Jenna's very hands-off, just like, I'm just going to let the teens do what they do. Yeah. She's like, what is it they call it? Polyamory? <laughs> Polyamory. I like to have more than one pal. Is, it, is that a Pokemon? <laughs> Polyamory and Pokemon. So good. So good. I'll be here all day. All right, so... We go to the car. Oh, my God. Speaking <laughs> just the juiciness yes. of this moment. Where Damien, like you said, is just being a shit. And Damien's like, sorry, you can't come, Steph. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to take really good care of her. And Elena just plants one on Stefan. To, like, long enough that Damien's like, all right, we need to go. Just like, this is uncomfortable yeah. now. And it's funny oh. because, like... 
the way she looks at him and like turns to Stefan and just like if I've ever seen anyone pointedly kiss someone, it's this. Yeah. Oh, so we go over to uh, our favorite family, the Lockwood family's study. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is it? A little sarcasm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler comes in and he's like, hey, mom, um, I was wondering, like, what's going on? Like, have you, he was like, have you been out near, like, old Lockwood property? And she's like, ooh, Yes. And and he's like, yeah, what's what's going on with the freaky underground cellar? And she's like, we don't talk about those kinds of rooms. Why not? To which she says, well, this is the South, honey, but no one likes to reminisce about the old slave days. Oh, Gone with the Wind begs to differ. Yeah. This whole town begs to differ. Lots of people seem to be reminiscing about that time. Also, why not get rid of it? Yeah, that's such a good point. Then they just forget about it and it just stays out there and they just hope that no one ever talks about it again. Uh, But Mason comes in and he's like, what are you guys talking about? (laughs) And I just wanted Tyler so badly to be like, those weird slave, like, underground quarters. Yeah. as, As soon as his mom was like, we don't talk about those. Like, I wanted him to be like... Oh, we're talking about the freaky underground cellar, which is definitely a dungeon. For the werewolves, apparently. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm, right. Do you, okay, question. Do you think it's actually the wolves? Or do you think little column A, little column B? Oh, it's definitely both. That's what I thought. Yeah. And, and, and the CW is trying to sell us on the idea that it was just for the wolves, I think. Right. Mm. But you still had a plantation home right. during pre-Civil War era. Indeed. Right. Yeah. So uh, Tyler is like, yeah, I'm just thinking about having a couple of friends over at the swimming hole. And immediately Karen is like, oh, well, be careful. Well, if everything happens on the property, then the family is liable. Can I just say, as somebody who just bought a home and has homeowner's insurance... That's never felt more real to me, <laughs> hearing somebody say that. Nikki, you are slowly turning into Karen. Absolutely fucking not. How dare you say that to me? <laughs> so we go to the grill where Stefan and Bonnie... I just love Stefan plus Elena's friends. I don't know why. Yes. I love Stefan yes. plus Bonnie. I love Stefan plus Caroline. I don't know why, but it's awesome. Because he's able to just be fun or like, just like normal. Yeah. Like there's something about it where he can just be like a normal fucking person. It's great. Oh. And not be so like, I'm so in love with you. Yeah. And he's like talking to her about being like, hey, can you, you know, do your witch thing and make a ring for Caroline? And she's like, I don't know if I can do it. And he's like, yeah, you can. And she just like, she's like, yeah, okay. But really, it's that she's a vampire now. And yeah. she can hurt people. And I don't want to make it easier yeah. for her to hurt people. And Stefan's like, it's not about making it easier. It's about giving her a chance. And if we think that she's destined to just kill people, then we should just stake her now. Right. Yeah. And so he's hoping that this can connect her to her humanity rather than isolating her, which is real. Yeah. And he asks her not to trust Caroline, but to trust him. Hmm. And she thinks about that. And you know how I know that I would not be a witch, but I would be a vampire? How? <laughs> <laughs> because I had the thought of, I wonder how money you can make as a witch by like making daylight rings for vampires <laughs> that is surprisingly a very slytherin thought nikki i yeah i know i was just thinking about it i was like hmm if i was a witch i think you've been spending too much time with me question mark <laughs> like <laughs> you were just in my home yes that's true. <laughs> 
so we go to the the road trip and there's like a really fun moment here where um i think i've talked to you about this before you know what adr is yeah yeah so so listeners it's like when i guess i was expecting you to be like no so that i could explain it to you but it's for the listeners. oh sorry I, let's do it again no bridget enlighten me oh good i'm so glad i get a chance to portray my knowledge of adr um so what it is is that sometimes when they shoot a scene and they don't pick up all the best sound at the time, the actors come in after the fact and they'll like re-record, they'll like dub over themselves saying lines that weren't picked up. And it happens a lot in cars because, you know, there's like the sound of the engine and there's maybe things happening outside or whatever. Um, But there's uh, an ADR that they missed. Damon uh, looks back to Elena and he's like, you doing okay back there? And Alaric's lips say, "Leave her alone." Oh, but they didn't pick. They didn't pick that up, and he didn't go in to record it, so it's silent. And he just says, "Leave her alone." <laughs> I know this because I watch with subtitles. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, <laughs> these are the moments that I live for. <laughs> I can find cracks in the Vampire Diaries. You're like, it's just gotcha. Yeah, this is meaningful to me. Okay, so <laughs> I love it. So, but in this scene, uh, you know, Damon is trying to convince Elena. He's like, Elena, I saw the ring. It's a big tacky thing. It's hard to miss. And Rick looks down at his ring like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and Elena doesn't buy it. And she's like, you're lying. She is right. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Back to Caroline. Um, Speaking of rings. Yeah, speaking of rings. Ooh, good segue. Bonnie has decided that Stefan is trustworthy, and so she's putting a ring down on the bed, and Caroline is immediately like, I don't get to pick the ring that I have to wear for the rest of my life. Can I just say, (laughs) so Bridget already knows this, but I'm telling the audience, that my fiancé, who eventually gave me a ring of marrying degree, um, once gifted me Caroline's daylight ring. As a Christmas present, and because I wore it's that beautiful. ring. It's gorgeous. Yes, and I don't understand why she doesn't like it. I wore that <laughs> ring for years. Yes, it's I, beautiful. I literally have in my notes. Um, I think this ring is beautiful, and so does Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah. So Bonnie explains the rules of this. She's like, "I can do this for you, but I can also unspell it." Uh, so just so you know that. And Caroline's like, oh, whatever. Okay, just keep going. You're supposed to be my friend. Please give me a daylight ring. And uh, Bonnie, you know, maybe shuts her eyes, does a little something, something, and then is like, okay, done. And Caroline goes, but nothing witchy happened. There was no gust of wind, no flickering yeah. lights. Have you even done this before? So I was like, Caroline. Yeah, I love that. I love it. I love also, it so Also, the last much. time that Bonnie used little parlor tricks like that, it was definitely a fake spell. So yeah. Caroline, but she doesn't know that. <laughs> Bonnie's like, I'm way ahead of you. <laughs> I love, you know what I also love? I love how easy it is to make daylight rings. Yeah. And how few there are. Yeah, people like don't know about it. I wonder if Emily invented the spell. She might have, but mm, yeah, we don't know. We'll discuss this later going down. We don't know. Mm. So uh in a great moment of showing exactly where she's at, Bonnie just pulls back the curtains <laughs> on Caroline and she's like, Yeah, I think it worked. And Caroline's like, but what if it hadn't, Bonnie? <laughs> You're, and Bonnie's like, I'm out. Bye. She looks at Stefan and she's like, she's all yours. <laughs> and I'm gone. Yeah. 
I love it. I, I like that Bonnie seems to be setting up good boundaries here. Yeah, she does. She's like still doing it, but yeah. yeah. She's like, because bon- Caroline is like, you're supposed to be my friend. And Bonnie's like, that doesn't mean I'm going to let you kill people. Yeah, which is cool because I think a lot of people in vampire stories a lot of the time struggle with the fact that you know, if they if the person looks the same as they used to, that they have the same personality and the same capabilities. And Bonnie is in full acceptance that being a vampire fucking changes you. Like she's willing to try to keep their friendship, but like she says, it, it's up to Caroline whether or not they yeah. stay friends. Exactly. So we go to Duke. We finally go to Duke. You know how excited <laughs> I am to be a Duke? We don't get to see Duke, which is a real shame. But yeah, we don't get to really see it. But no, Nikki, no, we sorry, get to see the folklore. It. Him. Duke. Who goes to Duke? Oh, my bad. I thought you were talking about the university. No, no not the place. The person. Mm, we don't get to okay. see the person Duke. Anyway. <laughs> but we do get to meet a charming new character named Vanessa Morgan, played by Courtney Ford, who uh, kind of does a double take and gets sort of like a little bit flustered by seeing Elena and Damon. Uh, if you go back, it's there. And if you're watching for the first time, you're like, whatever. But it's great subtlety. Yeah, She's kind of taking them in. And they're sort of taken in uh, to Isabel's office and they're looking all around and there's skulls and bones and shit everywhere and it's awesome. And to prove that Damon is still the only person paying attention, <laughs> he's like, hey, where did she go? Um, She's yeah. at the doorway with a crossbow that she's going to shoot at Elena. Mm. And Damon steps in the way and takes a shot for her in the shoulder. And Vanessa has a very good aim with that crossbow because it goes right where Elena's heart would be. Yeah. And Rick stops her and wrangles it away from her. Oh, yeah. and it got a commercial and then we go back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Damon is like, take it out, Elena. It hurts. <laughs> yeah. I just I just love this little moment where like Elena takes it out and she sort of like just drops it in front of Damon. Like, there you go. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just so pissed at him. Yeah. And he's like, straight up going to kill her. Yeah. He's like, well, she's dead. <laughs> and Lily's like, no, you're not. And she calls him out. She's like, you're not going to kill her or I'm never going to talk to you again. And Damon's yeah. like, why do you think I care? Just because I took a, I took an arrow for you. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to do this cool guy. Um, yeah, Stuart. David, that's pretty good evidence. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're definitely a guy who doesn't care. Yeah. And she just gives him a look and she's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> And uh, meanwhile, Rick is dealing with Vanessa, and Vanessa's like, it's not possible. Catherine died in 1864, and Damon Salvatore. And, uh, yeah. And uh, it's funny because it's like, well, if it wasn't possible, why'd you have, like, a crossbow at the ready? (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those, like, you you learn about vampires, but you're like, they can't, surely, they're they're an allegory. They can't really be real. (laughs) And there's one in front of you, and you're like, oh, I do have stakes. Um, right. But I do love that Elena now gets has to explain all of the fucking nonsense that is her life to somebody. <laughs> and she's like, I'm Elena Gilbert, and this is Damon Salvatore, who you just tried to stake. And Damon goes, I'd be extra nice to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> he might be an ass right now, but 
still great. And so we go to the woods uh, with Caroline and Stefan. I just love this scene so much. The scene is engraved in my heart. It's, yeah, I love... it's so firmly in my memories. Yes. That, like, it's just, you know, I was just like waiting for it. And uh, Caroline is like, you know, uh, so what am I supposed to do with the bunnies? And Stefan's like, well, you chase them and then you catch them and then you feed on them. And she's like... Isn't that like what serial killers yeah. do? Is they kill like cute beautiful defenseless old... animals the first step of becoming a serial killer? And he's like, You sort of skipped serial killer and went straight to vampire. Jesus Christ, Caroline. Also, you're only like three murders away from being a serial killer. So So Caroline explains that she wants to go to the swimming hole because Matt's there and she you know, he told her that she loves her he loves her and she's freaking out and she just wants to see him the way she says it though is hilarious she's yeah. like and now you want me to eat bunnies so i'm kind of freaking out yeah <laughs> the way she looks at him is like such intensity it's like tiny rage i love it <laughs> i love it um the vampire diaries and- needs to be a single cam comedy with yes. just stefan and caroline like called like vampire lessons or whatever <laughs> yeah and and stefan explains you know like when you become a vampire, things get magnified. And yes. Caroline's like, great. <laughs> so I'm yeah, basically she's like, like insecure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Stefan, I think, has learned from Vicky in this moment where he's like, okay, why don't we do this? And then we'll go to the watering yes. hole. Matt is your greatest connection to your humanity. Yeah. And I think it's important that you're with him. And yeah. she... She's like, oh, really? Like, we can? And there's a great moment because of the subtle choice because of the subtitles that I saw where she says, bunnies? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's like, okay. Like, she's focusing up. She's like, bunnies. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> but I just, I just love Caroline and Stefan so much. Oh, like, their so rapport good. and their friendship is everything to me in this yeah. show. And I'm so glad that we finally get to see them be friends. So uh, we go to Isabel's office where Elena kind of sees Vanessa scoping out Damon and she hands her a little bit of Vervain and Vanessa goes, does Vervain really work? And Damon's eavesdropping and as she's explaining like the per- like the properties of Vervain and she, Damon is like, no, no, not at all. <laughs> and she's like, can he read our minds? And she's like, he's like, yes. <laughs> she's like, no, <laughs> he can't. So we go to the swim hole where, um, oh my gosh, Nikki, this is the second big event of season two. Yay! Party at the swim hole. Yeah. Teens are a drinking, a floating in the water, a swinging on a rope. Tyler's objectifying women. Woo! What else is new? I know. We should do, <laughs> I, I want to do like Venn diagrams of the events and A, how many of them are founder events? B, how, how many of them are Caroline events? How many of them have Tyler being a dick? How, how many, many of them... them have underage drinking? Yes, that was my next one. <laughs> or some sort of weird cosmological magical event that happens to be happening at the same time as this yeah. event. <laughs> I guess what I'm learning from this show is that rich people throw a lot of fucking parties, right? Also, kids, d- don't mix drinking and swimming, probably. That's... Probably not honestly you're right karen you're right if something happens on the property it is your fault god 
Whatever. Karen. Anyway, so we go back to Matt talking to Tyler and he's like, where's uh, where's Caroline? And Matt's not so sure about Caroline. Yeah. You know, he's like, I don't know. And uh, meanwhile, uh, Mason kind of drives by and he's like, hey, you have to take the party elsewhere after dark hint, or hint. whatever. Hint, hint. Yeah. But Tyler, Nikki, Tyler's totally throwing this party to smoke Mason out. Right? Oh, 100%. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll take it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> Mason kind of drives on and Stefan and him uh, lock eyes. And Caroline goes, why are you looking at him with your serious vampire look? My what? Your serious vampire look. It's different from your worried vampire look. Uh, neither of which strays too far from your, hey, it's Tuesday look. Iconic. <laughs> Iconic. Iconic. <laughs> oh, God. Did you notice that her eye makeup is totally different when she goes up to Matt? I did not it's, notice. It's normal. It's like totally, like, there's no black around her eye. It's like, hmm. she just like scrubs it off real fast. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's like, this is part of my vampire look. Okay. So Amy Bradley, who uh, has a prominent role in The Good Place, this actress. I think oh, she yeah. plays Vicky. I yeah. didn't realize that it was the same actress until it's you just said that. It's the same actress. Yes. She's very good. She's very good and she has not aged a day. She's no. the vampire. I think that's part of the reason I didn't make the connection because I was like, didn't <laughs> yeah. think possibly it could be the same person. Right. Exactly. <laughs> she She conveniently goes, there's a full moon tonight. And it's supposed to be all sexy, but we're like, ooh. Like, oh, I wonder what that could mean. (laughs) And Caroline stomps up and she compels Amy to basically fuck off. Why don't you find somebody single? To stalk. Yeah. 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 And Amy's like, okay. And she goes away. (laughs) And Matt is like, God, she's harmless. Like, you didn't need to be rude. Yeah. And he makes a good point. He says, you've been dodging my calls all day. And then you show up and you get to play the jealous girlfriend. That's pretty lame. Yeah. And then Stefan comes up and he's like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I, I saw just you saw just that. compel her. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well, she deserved it. Yeah. And he's like, you're letting your jealousy get the better of you. And she's like, great. So now I'm more jealous too. My entire yeah. personality is killing me. Yeah. And Stefan's like, well, I said this wouldn't be easy. And he just laughs at her and she's like, oh, shut up. And I, I love, love it. it. I love it. <laughs> They're great together. They just they have are. such good dynamics uh he's like for some reason like is able like in a way where he gets too broody is able to like keep her lighter yeah in some way and like vice versa it's so funny to see them like they're really good foils for each other they are so we go back to isabel's office um it's 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 a bummer we're not friends anymore because (laughs) i could tell you what i know (laughs) yeah dave is trying to manipulate elena straight up and she's like friends don't manipulate friends okay they help each other yeah um, interesting. So Vanessa uh, explains a little bit about the Aztec curse of mm. the sun and the moon. And while she's explaining about this very interesting curse, um, we see uh, Mason getting ready for the full moon transition in the dungeon. He's chaining himself up. He's drinking something that looks like it is painful to drink and yeah it's got some 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 herb in it which we know it's on vervain because vervain didn't affect them right right but vanessa is explaining that um werewolves were hunted almost to extinction by vampires yeah. and and they're like why would they do that and she's like for their own protection and damon yeah. makes this face that's like makes sense 
<laughs> right, because, you know, the curse of the sun and the moon cursed the vampires to the sun and the wolves to the moon. Yeah. Um, but the werewolves started hunting the vampires and the vampires started killing all the werewolves. And yeah. we find out that a werewolf bite is rumored to be fatal to vampires. Indeed. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> and you know what's cool is that what we know about the Aztecs is that they were like really into the sun. They were called like the people of the sun or something like that. And um, I visited uh, a really cool place in Mexico uh, called Teotihuacan. And it's got the Pyramid of the Sun and the Pyramid of the Moon. Um, and the Pyramid of the Sun is the third largest pyramid in the world. And it's on the North American continent. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. And what's crazy is that the Aztecs didn't build it. They found it. Yeah. Like, like it was built by people before them yeah. who probably didn't call it the Temple of the Sun and Moon. Yeah, for sure not. <laughs> but yeah. But uh, but yeah, they dedicated this this huge pyramid to the sun and this smaller one to the moon. So like that that was that that is actually like not that the curse is accurate, but like you know something about uh, putting this on sort of linking it to the Aztecs. That's like a yeah. sort of a, an interesting. God, ancient architecture is so fascinating. Oh my god, so, so cool and I fucking hate ancient aliens for I know. <laughs> taking all of the like amazing work of all of these folks and being yes. like or all these people and being, being like, like aliens yeah it must have been aliens <laughs> they couldn't have possibly figured it out right yeah okay yes you and i need to travel around the world and go to all of these ancient sites and you need to tell me what they mean and so i can just go like whoa but i'll need to take a refresher on my architecture history but we will do that perfect <laughs> <laughs> i've just assigned you to be my tour guide perfect i can just hear my professors in my head yelling at me we, we need to move yeah. on <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, so we go to the swim hole um, where uh, there's this phone call that Stefan gets from Elena. Should she have started with the whole, hey, there's a thing about werewolves. We think they're werewolves. A werewolf bite can kill a vampire. Start there. She really buries the lead. <laughs> She's like, let me tell you all about my day. Oh, one more thing. <laughs> A werewolf bite is rumored to kill vampires. That's so like, true. Elena. I feel like if if either of us found out that the other person was like, like if you were on the property of someone who was going to kill you and you answered the phone, I'd be like, they're going to kill you. Get out now. If you had any knowledge that somebody in my town <laughs> that I was living in was like the one thing in the town for sure that could kill me specifically on the day that it was. Yeah, I think I'd cut right to the chase. N no time for a prologue and like, yeah, so I went and got some ice cream today and then I was kind of annoyed because of this guy and, you know, but um, Damon was being anyway, I was worst. reading a book and it was really dusty, mm. but I think I found something interesting and um, <laughs> you might be about to die. So anyway, do you, what do you want to get for dinner? So uh, Yeah, okay. <laughs> and you know why this would have been good? Because Caroline fucking dips with Matt so that they can yeah. like, have a chat and like connect because they just had like their apology moment so they sneak Perfect off timing and <laughs> when Stefan realizes that this is an issue he's like i gotta go again not explaining things but i gotta go and then caroline yeah. left her phone and if it had been five minutes earlier maybe he would have seen them and been able to have been like hey stick around hmm <sighs> Speaking of sneaking off, um, 
Tyler and Amy oh at night. my god. This makes me so unhappy because... Why? Caroline has no idea that what she said to Amy is the reason that Amy may be in a situation to, like, be assaulted? Yeah, and also, why the fuck is Tyler taking people here? It's really disturbing because uh, he's like, yeah, we're gonna go to this place, and, like, and she's like, is everyone else coming? Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's like, like, oh, I'm sure they're, whatever, yeah. they're coming afterwards. He's yeah. like, yeah, if you want them to. And it's just weird yeah. and awful, and I hate it. It's awful. It's He's taking a girl here by herself into a fucking prison. Mm-hmm. A, bad. Taking underground. Taking a girl of color uh-huh. underground to these former slave quarters yep. to have, like, uh, like, have sex with her. Yeah. In what fucking world is uh-huh. this an okay place to mess around with somebody? Yeah. Let alone... All of the other shit we've got going on. Yeah, all of the layers. Oh my god. Yeah, Nikki, I'm never going anywhere with Tyler Lockwood. No! Alone, ever. But also, like, it's it's multiple things. It's not only is it Caroline's compulsion, which I'm sure doesn't help, because Mm -hmm. she, you know, That's why she goes with her. She's like, are you single? (laughs) And he's like, yeah. And she's like, okay. (laughs) Tyler's just taking, taking advantage yet again. Yes. Yet again. Yeah, if you erase Mason and the werewolf stuff from this, it's still a fucking horror film, yeah. this scene. Yes. Mm. Speaking of Mason, alongside this scene, we see Mason, because he had to, like, get out of the caves because Tyler came with the girl, yeah, with Amy, to, you know, be a fucking monster. Because Tyler's but trying to, like, smoke him out. What does Tyler think is I happening? I don't understand what's going on in his brain. No. But so Mason leaves and he runs to his truck and he's yeah. trying to chain himself up again. Yeah. And there's this great shot truck. of the full moon and of him looking up at it and, like, breathing. And yeah. it's, like, very visceral. There's something about that that, like, really affected me. And we him. can see with him screaming oh, that turning painful. into a wolf is awful. So we go to Isabel's office. <laughs> Transition out of this one. Speaking of awful, and let's Elena, talk about Elena talk. asks uh, Vanessa. She's like, "Do you know anything about doppelgangers?" And Vanessa's yeah. like, "Honestly, like all of her, all of Isabel's research is right there." And Damon goes, "Oh no," or whatever. He's like, "Yeah, too bad." And Elena goes, "Do you know something, or are you just being yourself?" Which I love. <laughs> uh, but then Vanessa uh, gives it another go and she explains that doppelgangers usually torment the people that they look like uh, yeah. and you know having an evil twin would honestly be probably like my biggest fear <laughs> like truly like that's a horrible horrible oh. idea to uh, I mean like that's genuinely terrifying um, and maybe it's because the things we're most afraid of are ourselves. Have you ever had somebody that you look just like? There was a girl in our high school that was two years below us that we looked weirdly so similar. Really? Like, even I could see it. Yeah, to the point where um, one of the teachers, who I had never had, yeah. pulled me aside in the hall and said, I have your doppelganger in my class. And I was like, <gasps> okay... And then during lunch, he brought this poor sophomore over to our senior table and was like, look, you look the same. And I was like, 
okay. <laughs> like, like this poor girl. I love this story. I love that teacher. I love this story. <laughs> hey, at least she wasn't evil. Right. I don't know where she is now. It's I true. I did. Name. I had someone at college who we weirdly looked a lot alike, and uh, we called each other twin. We'd be like, hey, twin. <laughs> But she's a nice person. Can you imagine having someone that looks just like you who is evil? God, that would suck. Elena can't imagine. So we go back down to the dungeon. That's that's the sound of not wanting to talk about this. That's what that sounds like. Yeah. So Amy rescinds her consent. And she's like, I'm not into it. And Tyler. And she keeps going. Yeah. Yep. And then she says no again. Yes. And he's irritated. And like you said earlier, we hear some of the compulsion like break where she's like, I'm into Matt. And he's like, oh, ouch. Like, what? And then she leaves. Thank fuck. Oh, my God. But like, this shouldn't be the thing that I'm worrying about in this episode. I get that the writers wanted it to be like. Like, look, her compulsion, whatever, whatever, we brought Tyler down here. Whatever their objective was for this scene, they could have done without this moment of him not listening to her first no. It would have been great for him to show progress where she's just like, actually, I'm not into it. And he could be like, oh, okay, can I ask why? And then she could be like, I'm into Matt. And he could be like, oh, well, that sucks, but all right, like... That would have been so much better. We could have seen growth from Tyler in this situation, still gotten all of the objectives, and we didn't need to show, like, I just fucking can't. Why are we doing this again? Yeah, and he obviously has, like, an MO, because when we saw him assaulting Vicky, it was, like, at a party in the woods, and he got her alone on the side, like, by herself. <sighs> it's it's stressful, and it's, it's like, the real-life horror of this episode, yeah. because it's so, like... Th- Truly, like, so we're talking about predators, like vampires and werewolves, but, like, there are people who perfect their predatory MOs, you know, like, <sighs> in high school and stuff like that. It's terrifying. Yeah. So I hate it, and I don't I don't want to talk about it. Can we talk about Stefan finding Mason as a werewolf <laughs> instead? Yeah. That's far more relaxing. I mean, it is, which is the fucking worst. So Stefan finds Mason's truck. Using his vamp hearing. He stumbles across the the shackles and he's like looking at them and he he looks at himself in the car's window reflection and he says to himself, my, what yellow eyes I have. Oh, wait. What big teeth I have. (laughs) But not like the normal kind. Like the wolf kind. It's a wolf looking through the glass at me. And the wolf just like bursts through the glass and jumps right over Stefan and is like off at a run. Why? Yeah. Interesting. Why? 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 Plot. So back at Duke, um, (laughs) maybe we should have done this one by character since it's so Maybe. (laughs) It feels very like, like push and pull with like these two stories. Yeah. 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 But so, which, which one is the B plot, though? I guess the one with less action. Yeah. Yeah. It's so this Vanessa's, one. <laughs> Vanessa's definitely flirting with Alaric. For sure. And yeah. he says to her, You don't want to get involved in this. It will take over your life. Yeah. And she says, Is that what happened to Isabel? And he's like, Isabel became her research. She wanted to become yeah. a vampire. She got her wish. And 
Vanessa is like, I guess that would put a strain on a marriage. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm (laughs) like, (laughs) leave. Leave me alone. Leave him alone. Yeah. God, let him go back to Jenna. And he has a moment where he's like, I re- it's time to move on. So he has that moment yeah. of like, I understand. Like, here's where we are. Because he needed that closure. And we're going to see what he's going to do about that closure a little later. Mm-hmm. But speaking of uh, finding closure <sighs> and not being able to find it, uh, Elena and Damon are outside the car. And he's kind of blocking her from getting in. And uh, he says... You know, he, you know, essentially he like presents her with a book and he's like, you didn't check everything. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I saw this on the shelf. And he's like, well, it says Petrova. And that was Catherine's, you know, first last yeah. name. Uh, Katerina Petrova. She's from Europe. And Elena is like, how did you know that? And he says, well, men snoop too. I found it on an heirloom in her room. He's kind of like doing this as like a peace offering. Yeah. Even though he way could have, he so could have offered this earlier. Or without, without that, just give it to her. Just be, just do it without strings attached. Don't expect, this does not make up for you fucking killing her brother. No. Even if he didn't actually die. He says to her, you know, you hated me once and we became friends. It would really suck if that was gone forever. And he's like, so have I Have I lost you forever? And she doesn't answer it. She just says, thank you for the book, Damon. And she gets into the car. Yeah. <sighs> so we go to the woods where <laughs> Matt and Caroline are kissing. Actually, they're like walking together. And then he goes, this looks like a good spot for. And I'm like, why? No, why no, does it, it look doesn't. like a good spot Do for that? Have these kids learned nothing about the town that they live in? They have learned nothing. Do not make out, you know, this goes for everybody listening, okay? Everybody listen the fuck up. I understand when you're a teenager, there are limited places you can go. Maybe not in the woods that are foggy at night. Maybe Especially like... Especially with a wolf howl in the distance. Yeah. And one of you just... says to the other, what's that? That's how you know you're in a horror movie. Yeah. Like, find better spots. That's all I got. But then uh, Caroline did not hear that because she's a little bit too bloodlusty or lusty Mm. or or bloodthirsty. I don't know. But all of the above. Yeah. (laughs) And she pushes Matt against a tree and he cuts himself on the tree and he goes, oh, I'm such a klutz. And he holds out his (laughs) wrist and it is like unrealistically like bloody. (laughs) Yeah. And this is just... A, a step too far for Caroline and she this time cannot control herself and she starts biting him. Yeah, on his neck. And thankfully Stefan comes in and tears her off because this could have been way bad for Caroline. Yep. And oh. Stefan is like, werewolf time. We got to lead it away from Matt. And I yeah. love the fact that Matt listens to Stefan. Like Stefan doesn't even have to like compel him he's just like matt stay down and matt is like i mean (laughs) he's not really in a position to go anywhere (laughs) yeah that's true but i like to think that this is what a good football bond will will give you (laughs) and they run and all of a sudden tyler comes out of nowhere and stefan's like what are you doing here and tyler's like what are you doing here yeah, and the wolf goes up to them, and Tyler yells, no. And it listens to him, like a good boy. We know it's Mason. Mason listens to him. <laughs> no, Mason. Bad Mason. And it looks at him, and it turns around and leaves. So we're back near uh, 
the car, Caroline and Stefan are getting ready to go, and she compels Matt that this was an animal attack. And uh, I'm like, won't everyone still kind of know, though? I, I just feel like it's so weird. Like, won't Bonnie know? Like, she'll know what fucking happened to Matt. Caroline's not worried about that right now. She She's just feeling so remorseful. She goes over to Stefan. And... I mean, but did Bonnie... Did Bonnie draw the line at death or harm? I don't remember. <laughs> and she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no harm, no foul. And, I mean, no no kill, no foul. <laughs> yeah, no kill, no foul. And Caroline has a conversation with Stefan where she's like, I never wanted to hurt him. Maybe I should just leave him? Yeah. And Stefan's like, well, I'm the last person to make that decision for you because I know I should have done that with Elena, but I just can't. Yeah. Uh, and Caroline, that gives her just something to think about. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Mason is emerging from the woods looking like he has crawled through, like, a chimney. And uh, Tyler looks at him and Mason's like, hey, p- toss me my clothes. Which I don't understand because the wolf wasn't that muddy. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> Tyler says, it was you. And Mason just, like, nods at him. Woo! All right. Uh, so we go to the grill. Where Caroline is listening to Amy and Matt talking. And Amy is concerned about Matt's well-being. And you see her kind of process this. And in what can be read as an intentional moment, she goes up to them after Matt was like, this is it. No more being jealous. She goes up to him and she acts the jealous girlfriend again. Mm Mm-hmm. And it is the breaking point for Matt this time. Yeah, like Peter Parker, like Harry Potter and Hamlet and so many other long-suffering heroes before her, she breaks up with him for his own good. Mm. Except she makes him think that it was his idea. Yeah. Yeah. Where one relationship ends, another springs to life because we go to the Gilbert house and Rick is done thinking. He just comes in and just and he kisses Jenna. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And he says, I should have done that this morning. And she kisses him back. And I'm so happy. Hell yeah. Yet outside on the Gilbert porch, we have a more sorry sight, which is <sighs> Damon still trying to get Elena to admit that she's going to forgive him. And um, she says, you know what I want from you? I want the truth. Yeah. Did you know he was wearing that ring? And... Damon says, no, I didn't. Catherine pissed me off and I got lucky with the ring. Yeah. And he says, I don't really know what I would have done if he wasn't wearing it. And I'm sorry. And she says, thank you for being honest. And the answer about our friendship is, yes, you have lost me forever. And he accuses her of already knowing that. Yeah. He's like, you use me today. Yeah. And he's like, I thought friends don't manipulate friends. And like the silent answer to that is in her eyes which is we're not friends and he says you and Catherine have a lot more in common than just your looks Mm -hmm. don't you say fuck off damon you killed her brother exactly that's what i'm saying stelena is the ship that i'm on right now well there we go so we go to caroline's bedroom and she's getting a nice little nappy poo and Mm -hmm. she wakes up she's feeling all refreshed She's done and such good there? things who's with her there, life. Who's there, Bridget? Oh, who's there? Oh, it looks like Elena, but her hair is curly. Nope. Try again. Catherine. Catherine. We're going to have so much fun together. End of the episode. Ah! 
<laughs> she's still around. Of course she's still in town. Why would she leave? Hell so, Vicky, yes. I got to point out to you that you started this episode saying that it wasn't one of your favorites. Um, of season two. It's still a phenomenal episode. Yes. I just have a high standard for season two. I get it. I get it. But, like, this episode feels like fucking welcome to season two, doesn't it? It feels like, fuck yes, things are happening. We are rolling. I like the progression of the plot. I think it was a little too A plot, B plot for me. Uh-huh. But I, I still very much appreciate the progress that we've made. I'll always love a Stefan Caroline episode. Yes. It's always good oh, for me. So good. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Nikki, who are you taking? And who are you staking? So, honorary mention to Stefan and Caroline, but I am taking Bonnie because Ooh. I think that she has found a really good balance of protecting the people that she feels like she needs to protect and her friends. Um, yes. So I want to give Bonnie a good solid, like, you're doing good, kid. Just like a, like a sturdy, like a solid head nod. Like a little, yeah, head nod. Yeah. Head nod of respect, like Stefan does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm taking Tyler for being hella creepy and not taking the first stop as the final stop. Oh. It hurts me. It hurts my soul. It's fucking gross. It. And I hate it. Bridget, who are you taking and who are you staking? Well, Nikki, I am taking Stefan all the way down the aisle because he is husband material in this oh episode. Oh my goodness. And I love him. And do, I am... Do I get to be I'm... maid of honor? <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Lovely. Great. Who else? Who else, I ask you? <laughs> And I am staking Matt for being that easy to for Caroline to inception him to break up with her. Yeah, I think that Matt, there was something in there where he was always like, this is destined to fail, mm-hmm. which is kind of pathetic. Yep. Also, can I just add, I know yep. things are, are end very, like people forget things very quickly in this show. She like just got out of the hospital and he's like, exactly. why are you answering me? Like maybe she's yeah. having a bit of a moment because she was just in the fucking hospital. Also, wasn't it like her With head? head trauma. Yeah, yeah, head trauma, which also, it totally changes your personality. Yeah, it can. Or it can. I mean, like it, because that's where, that's where your personality lives is in your brain. Anyway, sorry, that's science. Brain! <laughs> brain! <laughs> there are no zombies in this episode, and yet I, I still went like, brain. I mean, we have okay. vampires, we have werewolves, we have Where witches. Are the zombies? Yeah, I'm fine without them, actually. <laughs> We're getting close. Where's the wolf man? Hello, Lon Chaney. Oh, We're boy. missing ghosts and... Yeah. Uh... Fairies. Ooh, oh, God. <laughs> Don't talk to me about f- true blood. I know. No. I know. I know. Okay. All right. Dark lighters? No. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> we need to do an episode on. Okay. All right. We need to move on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Bridget, what's our word of the day? Nikki, you will never fucking believe what our word of the day is, and I swear I didn't maneuver this. I. What is our word of the day? I have no it idea. Is gibbous. Gibbous is most often used to describe a moon that is seen. With more than half, but not all, of the apparent disc illuminated. Do we even need to do sentences? <laughs> For bad moon rising and the word of the day is gibbous? Is it like an adjective? Like, would you say it like gibbous moon? 
Moon. Mm-hmm. Jibis okay. Moon. That's exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Great. Isn't that crazy? That's weird. Nikki, what's your sentence? I said, Stefan should have erred on the side of caution with the gibbous moon and the word werewolf flying around before going outside with Caroline. Bridget, what do you got? Mason must have arrived in town under a gibbous moon because he transitioned quite soon after arriving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Nikki, what is your tarot card and for whom? I picked justice for Caroline. Oh my god. What? We're getting closer because... What did you... Okay, so we were supposed to record this weeks ago, and I had already picked out Justice for Damon. But when I got there, I was like, why did I pick Justice for Damon? I have no idea. So then I picked a different card for Caroline. (gasps) We're so close. Oh my god. We're getting there. Okay, why did you pick Justice for Caroline? I picked Justice for Caroline because I think that she's getting better, but she's learning to balance, like, just her strong emotions and, like... You know, she she says, like, oh, my my personality is killing me. And I almost went with, like, a strength direction for her of, like, harnessing those things. But I do think that there is this balance that she can be doing with her emotions currently where it's, like, you know, your feelings aren't always facts in the sense of, like, Mm -hmm. you know, how she feels about, like, when she sees, like, her jealousy, for example, with Matt. Like... That's not real. Like, he isn't going to, you know, leave her for Amy unless they break up and Amy's there for him. Um, But I think that if she's able to, like, find this balance, it'll help her, you know, be that, like, high-functioning vampire that she wants to be (laughs) and, like, go about her day. And I think that, like, I think it's really interesting that Stefan is helping her with this because Stefan is very bad at it. (laughs) But he's really good at, like, teaching it to other people because he swings so far in the opposite direction that, like, he kind of gives this moderation to everybody or to, like, people that want to listen to him. Um, So I just think that she is trying to stay in the middle of this seesaw right now and she sometimes slips in either direction, but I think that she's getting the hang of it. I love that. I think that's perfect. What did you pick and for whom? I picked the Eight of Cups for Caroline. Oh, my God. So uh, the Eight of Cups has a picture of a person underneath a gibbous moon. Just kidding. It's just a moon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On a journey. And uh, what it is is, like, it's a choice to walk away. Mm -hmm. It's a choice to only take with you what works for your journey now. And I think she's at this point of, like, reevaluating, like, this relationship that she wanted so bad that was, like, her main arc of season one cannot come with her Yeah. on this journey that she started in season two, uh, this new life in a way. And it hurts and there's grief there, but she's making a conscious decision that she doesn't have to. She could try to string him along. She could try to do this. But she feels that it's not fair to him and it's not really fair to her. Mm. Um, So I just think she's just got that good, good eight of cups medicine going on. Yeah. She's she's jamming. Yeah. God, I love Caroline. Oh, me too. That's all for Bad Moon Rising. I have been your host, Bridget. And I have been your host, Nikki. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Tune in next time to see how Tyler's Wolf Whisperer show does on TLC. Tune in next time to find out if Damon can continue to chip away at Elena's wall of hatred. It's kind of like the wall of sound, but it's made of hatred. 
Dear Diary, need something to drink? Bourbon? Coffee? Bourbon in your coffee? Dear Diary, I don't think she's pretending. You did kill her brother. Dear Diary, I might as well have stayed dead. My entire personality is killing me. Dear Diary, so you're saying that now I'm basically an insecure, neurotic control freak on crack? Dear Diary, that's it? Nothing witchy happened.